Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second part of our two-part series about music and movies. Two part, part two. About music and movies. Uh, this yeah. is uh, Dan. I, I like music and movies. And as with with me, as always, is... Is, is the guy who can name some songs that are off the radio and are not, but I, I kind of have an idea of what I'm talking about. And uh, then we also have, still with us... And I'm Rod... And I like to party. Yes. Um, my yeah, mom was on the thing. I don't remember if she left in the second part or not, but we're recording know. this afterwards just to let you guys know, hey, this is part two of two. And hey, part two. Because we had yeah, a lot brother. of stuff. Get so. crack a right? Yeah. So uh, check out the rest of this episode and let us know what you thought. Right now. Yeah, do it. Right now. Right now. E- get the email right, out go. as you're listening. Dan, stop it right now. Go. Now, go. Go. Good. Yo, shout, like I said, shout out grandparents. Love them. But no, like if you listen to the opening song on the the soundtrack to Star Is Born, it's actually really good, and it's like it's country, but it's good. Mm. Country, yeah, country okay. can be good. Yeah, country big, can be if it's not right. Big and I'm... huge, big, huge, huge Saturday Night Fever. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, of course. Here I graduated. Iconic. Oh, I bet you were d- disco breaking. Uh, dude, I was not disco breaking. I was way into the Bee Gees. Oh, oh um, you can, you can always, never have too much that year, Yo, my high school year, my Lisa, year. how do you feel about the B-52s? They're okay. They're okay? Right. Yeah. Do you like their second album, the one with Private Idaho? No, I don't have that one. Well, get it, Lisa. But let me tell you something. <laughs> Listen to this. That song, Love Shack, I had it on a little single. It was stuck in my cassette player in my car. So every time you heard it. It would not come out. Well, I'm sorry. Like, so all you had to hear was, love shack, love shack. I'm sorry that it wasn't Private Idaho by the B-52. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, or, uh, think I'm Japanese. Oh. Is that Japanese. Them? Turn no, that's Japanese. Japanese. That song's about, you know what the song's about? Is that them? No. That was some. That's not the Bee Gees. No. no B-52s. Oh, no. No, no. Heck no. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Not besides Left Shuffle, way back when. Rock Lobster. Oh! The B-freaking-52s, guys. Come on. Rock Lobster? Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, what are we talking about? Uh, Oh, well, yeah, just more soundtracks. Sergeant Pepper. Sergeant Pepper, yeah, they made that into a movie, didn't they? That was a great movie. Oh, oh. With the and Peter Frampton. Here's one. Uh, Tommy, the movie they made. (gasps) It was The Who. They made a, a... it was a rock opera soundtrack, whatever album called. Oh, um, I like the who. called the Tommy. Tommy about yeah, yeah, yeah. It. and they made a movie out of it. Pinball Wizard, yeah, Pinball Wizard, yeah. Elton yeah. John was in hey, it. Hey, if we're gonna talk about that, Dan, we the have the to wall. mention the Day Man and Night Man. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> yeah, you're really the Night Man coming, man. That's uh, trendy. Yeah. Uh, Robert Stigwood did uh, <laughs> Sergeant Pepper, and I think he did. Ooh, Tommy? How about how about Shaft? Oh, Isaac Hayes Shaft. Well, the, the, wait, the old, like, you're talking 70s. about the OG Shaft? Yeah. <laughs> you never heard Shaft? No. Nope. It was like one of oh, those black exploitation movies. No, what I'm saying the best black exploitation: Disco Godfather. Yeah. Love Disco Godfather. I like Black Dynamite. Oh my god, that was a good one. But <laughs> best scene in that movie: I'm gonna fight anybody oh that's selling drugs to the community. There you go. But Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community. <laughs> <laughs> the movie has been out. The movie's been out for like almost 20 years now, so I'm just going to say it. The whole point of the movie is that they're trying to like sell a drug to black people on the streets that makes their dicks smaller. And it's oh just the funniest <laughs> thing ever. It's so and good. And the, the scene where they figure that out is the most like stupidest thing in the world because they just make all these stupid assumptions out of nowhere. But So good. So um, good. 
Can I, I also mention a soundtrack? A soundtrack. I think Black Dynamite has a really good soundtrack. Black Dynamite kind of does, actually. Yeah, it has like a sick soundtrack. What's on it? Who's on it? I don't know. Which I don't think it's bands. I think it's just like a score. Um, we never talked about Pulp Fiction. We should talk about Pulp Fiction. Let's just talk about Tarantino. It's going to take a while. Yeah. I think, here's the thing. It's important to be able to separate the art from the artist because I think he is a complete dickhead and I don't like who he is, but I do like his My dad knew him in high school and he was quiet and he was a nerd, but yes. Really? It makes sense if he was a dickhead. No, that's not true. Your dad knew his... Knew his cousin, yeah. Cousin in high school, yeah. Well, I'm just saying... I don't think right, he's not much of a. What do I want to say? Uh, but continue with what you're. Yeah. Sex symbol. What Tarantino? No. Tar- well, are you kidding? What with his foot fetish? I, I mean, I would <laughs> say he's fetish? more. Oh my god! Yeah, his feet in all of his movies. Oh my! That's why a Brad Pitt made that joke. He's like, I like to thank Uma Thurman's feet, Margot Robbie's feet. <laughs> <laughs> Tara and Quentin is dethroned or de shoe more I women than, no than the idea. TSA. Stuff I learned uh, from you all kids. Quentin Tarantino. Oh man, Pulp Fiction is a great soundtrack. Oh man, Miser Lou. Well, I'm trying to think. Everyone's yeah. like the Pulp Fiction song. I'm like, it's Miser Dick Lou. Dale, you morons. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Dale. I love Dick Dale, man. And then Dude, surf guitar. Oh, very good. Great song. Here, let me show you this real quick. Miser Lou. <laughs> 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 Oh, oh! Let's not talk see. about that. God damn, buddy. Yes. Anyway, um, but no, yeah, Miserloo, and it had um, oh man, Dusty Springfield. There was also a Girl, You're Gonna Be a Woman Soon, or something like that. Yeah. I don't know who did that song. Gary Puckett and Unigam. And then uh, Jungle Boogies on there. Jungle Boogie. No wait, that was Neil Diamond. Girl, you'll be your woman. Okay. So that was Neil Diamond. Is this um, all? What movie is this? Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Uh, and then, well, and then you see uh, Kill Bill with that like. That score, or whatever, that turned into like the big action, whatever fight music, you know the da 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 that that thing. Uh, I probably know what you're talking about, but I haven't seen that movie in a while. Yeah, I, I I've only seen part one, and I do not. You haven't seen part two? No. We watched part one, and I was bored. What? Really? Yeah. You're like a Tarantino nut. I know. And you I guys have you guys have a movie I podcast? Wait, which movie? Kill Bill. He's two. seen them. I've seen Kill Bill and Kill Bill too. Yeah, you've I've seen. I have on VHS, and honest to God, I. I just wish that that was actually how David Carradine went out. Um, <laughs> he, he instead, did, of, uh, instead of being you know asphyxiated in yeah. Thailand yeah. with his dick out, That's funny. I, I just yeah man, it's a real to... bummer that I had to walk up on him like that. I like Tarantino, <laughs> but like there's a few of his movies I don't watch that much, like, like uh, Jackie Brown or the Oh Hitler shut Eight. up, Jackie Brown's a great movie. It's, I just don't watch him as much as the other it's ones. It's interesting that like Kill Bill is a great movie. I'm not a nut about it, like. Molly is shouts out shouts out but um it's like you know it's like an homage to like kung fu movies. oh yeah no, it really like, is it's like sick I'm not saying it's a bad movie it's just I personally didn't I mean like I, just think, as, I, like, I think I think it was one of those things where you remember when we were showing Danny and Glorious Bastards and we kept building up the ending and then he just didn't care at the end yeah but that's also like Danny shouts out shouts out Danny I was gonna say I feel like that was the thing with me and Kill Bill like everyone's like oh Kill Bill is so awesome and then I saw it and I'm like it's See, that's why you, he, she snatches an eye that's, in the, se- that's in the second one yeah I know yeah I don't well, that's like one of the only Kill Bill 2 has only like one or two deaths it's like one of the movies with the least action movies with the least deaths well yeah. I mean because well, most back of on the Kill, soundtracks Kill on the first oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, soundtracks yeah. but no oh, yeah. Jazz singer? Jazz well, we were talking about Tarantino, though, but because, like, 
Django Unchained. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, great yeah. Film. soundtrack and that. He's got like Rick Ross and he's got like That's all these right. like, hip hop people. Yeah, on yeah, it. yeah. He's got I, like John Lennon, like not John Legend on it. And, I recently um, just watched that, so like uh, it's like fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. It's it's a great movie. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's a really good I love movie. John Legend's voice. And then I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he had a bunch of like soundtracks or like people. He had them hitching like old songs from that era, old sixties. Yeah, yeah he got that vibe in there. Did you ever see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I, I know did you not. didn't, but I think the, no, I think the last Tarantino film I saw. Like the most recent one was was Django, like two films ago. Yeah, Django was the one before Hateful Eight. Ah, uh, yeah, I haven't seen Hateful Eight. And what came after Hateful Eight? Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Very and then interesting. it'll be this R-rated Star Trek. Come on, Tarantino. I don't know if that's happening. For God's sakes, that has to happen. I want to see Samuel Jackson yelling and swearing in a Star Trek uniform. <laughs> God damn it! Keep dreaming, kid. Go to bed um, and dream about that. I know people. I'll dream a better dream. I know people hate this movie, but the soundtrack like is not terrible. Oh. Um, Suicide Squad. Uh, I don't remember this. The, sound, got, like, the soundtrack actually was it was okay. It was it was fine. I've heard it, this though. Yeah, like the Suicide it, Squad soundtrack is like way better than the movie. Yeah, I saw it in it's theaters. got like it's got Rick Ross on it, and um, it has it has Twenty One Pilots. Twenty One Pilots. That was the name of the band I was trying to think of. Oh yeah, um, I it's love got Twenty One Pilots. Well, I love all their hit songs. I think. Um, some I'm gonna look this up because there's there's a girl who does a song on the, I can't remember. Keep talking. Anyway, yeah, Twenty One Pilots, love them. Yeah, let's talk about soundtracks. They're great. I was gonna say Suicide Squad. Uh, let me see here. Oh, Without Me was on there. Eminem. Uh, Without Me by Eminem. Oh wow, Eminem. Lincoln Park. What I've done. Rip. Shouts out. Shouts out. Best song. No, it is not. What? Say it in church one time. Have you heard "By Myself" off of Hybrid Theory? <laughs> Alright, so we've talked about soundtracks for a good long while, so let's move on. Bands? Movies about bands? Movies, like, con- we'll do concert films real quick. Oh! Mad Dogs and Englishmen, Woodstock. Yeah, talk Woodstock. about that. Talk about Mad, Mad Dogs, Dogs and Englishmen. Was like the, it's almost like a Zoom movie. Because I Or was that Woodstock? I forget. But they had Joe Cocker in it, Leon Russell. Um, I can't remember Russell's one in it. Look it up. Um, and they all did this concert, and... It felt like there was like, uh, that might have been Woodstock too, where there was like different scenes, almost like a Zoom kind of maybe, uh, or not Zoom so much, but a um, when you put all the photos, collage of um, seeing the concert. Because Woodstock was like, what, three days, I think, in New York, Zazier's Farm, like 68, 69, something like that. Yeah, but then like everybody loved that movie. The next two Woodstocks were like nuts. Yeah. Woodstock '99. I don't want to talk. About, I do not want to talk about. And then Woodstock there was all 99. the jams they used to do in California. California Jam, and then they had um, what's the one? Yeah, I don't know. the one. The one. Um, I know you've the got one. me. What do you mean Rhapsody? It ended, uh, oh, Live Aid. Live Aid. Yeah, yeah. Live Aid. Oh, oh Live yeah. Aid. Live Aid. Yeah. Oh, we we should. Uh, we'll come back to it later. Bohemian Rhapsody, but. Um, you showed that. me a couple of Alice Cooper concert films that were pretty good. Welcome to My Nightmare, mm-hmm. Brutally Live, um, Gideon, Live at Pompeii. Oh, oh yeah! Listen, Let's hear listen. It. I was hanging out with my buddy Chris Fenton. Shouts out, shouts out. He's a big uh, dad rock music fan, but he likes good music too. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> he he like got me to like rethink about like Pink Floyd and some other bands. Still don't like Led Zeppelin, but we'll talk about that. Oh, co- oh, come on! You uh, don't let Zeppelin? out once in a while. No, dude, they suck. Oh, I love you. They suck. They don't dude. suck. They just they, ripped off people. Um, John Bonham is fine. Everyone else sucks. I don't like Robert Plant. I don't care about him. Anyway, wait. Jimmy Page, dude. 
I don't like that guy. But listen, hey, okay, that's okay. just my opinion. I'll give you that one. That's just my opinion. They make great music. It's just not my thing. Um, P- Pink Floyd, live in Pompeii. So get this. Have you guys seen it? No, but I know what it's basically about. They pay, they play music, like a concert, so basically nobody yeah. in the ruins of Pompeii. So it's – all right. So at first when Chris and I were watching it, there's like two versions. There's one that they made like in like the 2000s that has like – it starts out with really shitty CGI of like space – Mm-hmm. And we had like a head in space and we were like, what the fuck is this? And then Chris was like, this is not what I meant to show you. And he like played the original one and the original one was good. But what happens is that the concept of Pink Floyd, and I don't know what era Pink Floyd it was, but I don't think they were I like, think it was in the seventies. I don't think they were like humongous yet, but like Sounds Pink like Floyd so. just playing in Pompeii. Like if it was just a video of just them playing. Mm-hmm. would have been so sick just because like the concept like it starts out with like them uh, like a long shot far away of like two dudes carrying the gong into the center of like mm-hmm. the the stage or whatever and it's like shows them setting everything up and then when they start playing there's all these cuts to like oh what's his name roger waters like hitting the gong but he's suddenly on top of some stairs in front of the sunset. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? It's like so out of place. And like I was laughing at it. And like the music sounds sick. And it's like the live music of them playing. But it's like all these like articulated, carefully thought out shots that are just unnecessary. Because like it started. I feel like that's a problem with concert films. Because like Led Zeppelin, the song remains the same. They did the exact same thing. Where they would try to put like actual like story stuff into it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why? Yeah, but like it, it was like. Like, it starts out with them just playing. Mm -hmm. And there's this one shot of, like, someone, like, walking through, like, their their little setup, walking through everybody playing, and then he, like, picks something up. And it's just, like, this one shot. And it was, like, sick. And if the whole movie was like that, it would have been so cool. Mm -hmm. And it still was so cool. But just, like, Roger Watt, I'm... Dude... I don't know which one is the the dick, but I know he, him and David Newmore like they hate each other. Roger Waters is the dick. He's the guy that like wrote the wall. He wrote. I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? Was Listen. That we went and saw Bat Down with the Sickness. Oh yeah. Okay. So about ten years ago, uh, my mom and I. I had a friend who was really into Disturbed, mm-hmm. and Chris was there too. Mm-hmm. We went and saw a documentary. Uh, midnight. We went and saw a documentary on Disturbed. It's called Decade of Disturbed, and it was all right. There's a documentary about Disturbed? Yeah, it came out like 10 years ago. Really? Yeah. It was just all about their album. But it was a concert, but their story. It was their story and concert. Um, Quick shouts out documentaries. Yeah, let's talk about music documentaries real quick. Go ahead. Filmage, one of the best movies I've seen. It's a documentary on the Descendants, Mm -hmm. the grandfather's pop punk, although it's not pop punk, it's just punk punk rock, but they they were like, like... It was like that kind of punk, like the era of punk where everyone was just like hating on Reagan, right? But we're not mm-hmm. here to talk about that. That's fine. They instead were just like listening to the Beatles and they were like writing sad songs about girls with like punk tunes. And like without them, there would be no Green Day. There'd be no Blink-182. Offspring. No Offspring. So the Descendants rule. And that film is really well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great film. I love to watch it. Um, also, um, Fat, like... Uh, there's a film about Fat Records that's fine. It's good, but I don't really have much to say about it. Um, I think I have another one, but I can't remember. So if See if it up. pops up. But Rush, Beyond the Lightest Stage is a documentary about Rush. That, that is really good. really good. It goes through all their ups and downs mm-hmm. and just their tour as a band. 
Foo Fighters did one called Back yeah. and Forth that came out around the same what about, time. What would you consider? Didn't they do one for Sonic Highways too? Yeah, that's another one. But Back and Forth is basically the story of the Foo Fighters, starting with like you know when Nirvana ended and how he started up Foo Fighters and blah blah. blah. What that's kind of like their history, Ooh, right? I and have then, I have two. I remembered, but continue. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah, Sonic Highways. I never saw Sonic Highways. I own it. I've barely seen it. I, I probably should watch that it. That was the album I kind of. The album just didn't. The album yeah. wasn't that good. That was kind of when I got to the age where I was like, I don't have to listen and like every Foo Fighters thing that comes out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then he also did um, something about, um, oh God, what's that? Sound City or whatever? Sound City. I do like Sound City. Sound City was really Yeah, cool. Dave Gold directed that, right? Yeah, Dave. I have that actually in my room. Yeah, that's a great one, actually. Watch Sound City. Wait, what do you consider the dirt? The uh, mo- Okay. What do you consider that? Because I... Uh, we'll talk about that one as movies about music. Okay, so as movies that we All right. consider yeah. it there. Okay. All right, so... so um, oh, oh, hang on. Concert films? Mm-hmm. The Talking Heads Stop Making Sense. One of the greatest live concert films of all time. So interesting. So thought out. So much attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Every It starts out with like... It, it starts out with a psycho killer and it's just him and like a drum machine. And then every song, a new band member joins him oh, on stage. Psycho and you, you can watch it on YouTube, the whole thing. It's interesting. There's, mm-hmm. He has this huge suit. Uh, it's amazing. But that was concert films. I'm talking about documentaries. I got two more. The Slint documentary, Breadcrumb Trail. I know I'm getting a little too hip here. Do what you gotta do. There's this band called Slint. Uh, they made this album in 1991, this great album. They have two albums. They're a great band, and they have a cult following. And there is a documentary about them that is fantastic called Breadcrumb Trail. And if anybody is interested, I highly recommend it. It's very interesting. Um, also, real quick, yo, mom has to head out. So Aww. we want to thank you for coming on the podcast, for talking with us. Oh, Lisa. Lisa. Did you have a good time? I did have a good time. I did have a good time. I felt like I was grandma here, but... No way. You know. No. No, actually, you had a lot of good takes. I don't Listen, know what you're I'm talking telling, about. Well, there, well, so, you, you know, some of these songs, some of these albums, some of these, you know, I go way back, so... But That's glad cool. to come to you. Nothing wrong with that. We need diversity. In. Yeah, Unless I brought him up in class and culture, so... I believe yeah, you got to respect your elders, Lisa. I've I seen did. Alice Cooper with her twice. I took yeah, her last year for Mother's Day. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, I remember. You were at that concert. Yeah, yeah, I was. That was awesome. Well, Lisa, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for being a guest with me. These boys make me nervous. <laughs> you guys know a lot of stuff, a lot of movies, a lot of things. I'm a Gemini. I have so many fun facts. Me too. Yeah, we rule. We we uh-huh. don't suck. Yeah. We're schizophrenic and so are we. Yeah, no. All right. I, yeah, all, all four of us. We'll talk to you later. I'm a cancer. I have very strong opinions. Yeah. Next time we play, name that tune or something. Yeah, I, right? I, I guess so. I don't know if that's that's a but thing. Name that tune. Name that movie. Son of a bitch, I can't do that. No, you're good. But no, talk about the other one you were talking All about. All right, again. Slint documentary, Breadcrumb Trail, fantastic, well done. Just just because the story of Slint is so interesting, mm-hmm. and that band and that album is so interesting. If you're a fan of like Steve Albini, who like did in in utero and is like one of the most famous producers, like uh, Slint is like. Like part of like like his story. So what about were, the Kurt Cobain documentary that came out? It was Montage like, of Heck. Yeah, was that I never good? saw that. I, I my dad told me it was good. Um, I, I never saw I, it. I, the only one I've ever seen was Soaked in Bleach. Um, I'm sure there's like seven. I'm oh, sure shit. they're fine. But um, you guys know who the Minutemen are? I know the name. I've heard of them too. They did the Jackass theme song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. they didn't make it for Jackass. Um, After their singer died in a tragic accident, their bassist gave this like sold the song to Jackass Mm -hmm. to like preserve his memory. 
Oh, okay. So, real quick, because you reminded me of this, I forgot to mention this in movie soundtracks, but Beavis and Butthead do America has a great soundtrack. Oh, and the Jackass movies have great soundtracks. I was going to say, because Beavis and Butthead has Red Hot Chili Peppers, it has Rob Zombie, it has Ozzy Osbourne, it has um, No Doubt, it has, um, God, who, uh, Butthole Surfers. Oh, Oh, the Butthole Surfers! Dude, they rule. Yeah, they fucking do. I love Uh, that band. My God. I'm trying to think who else is on that thing. Um, God. Isaac Hayes, he does a remix of his thing. Oh, hell yeah. But, yeah, so, sorry, I just wanted, I forgot about that one, so, good. So, there's a Minutemen documentary called, uh, I think it's called We Jam Econo, which is something they said, because they were, like, working men, Mm -hmm. and they were just, like, these, like, three dudes, and they made this, they they were, like... In the punk scene, they were like on Black Flag's label, but they listened to like CCR and like Steely Dan and they made punk songs, but it was like a lot of like clean guitar and like these crazy. That's how I know them because you showed me them before. You showed me a punk band that only had clean guitar, right? Are you sure? No, I think it was Dead Milkman. It was Dead Milkman. Dead Milkman. I love the Dead Milkman though. They're also a great band. If there ever is a Dead Milkman documentary, I will buy that Mm -hmm. and I will watch it. But Minutemen, uh, it's either called We Jam Econo. Or Jam Econo, like Economy. Um, great. Men and Men are very important. Listen to them. Uh, there's a lot of good uh, rockumentaries out there. And you just got to find them. You just reminded me. Of, uh, I'm going to talk about something in a minute. Mm. But anyway. Um, so, yeah. So let me see here. Uh, Tenacious D, School of Rock. Okay. I, we'll I, talk about was, that in a sec. I was just saying, there. those should be considered. Well, we're going to talk about those here in a sec. Okay. Movies about music. Anyway. I, think, I um, thought they were more musically. I'm trying to think concert movies because when I'm typing in concert movies, it's just coming up as like comedians. So I'm like, well, ha, 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 that's well, it, well, when I did, like I found the one my sister's watched. I was telling you about the Justin Bieber, Never Sit Never. I was forced to watch that. Oh, right? yeah. I knew, oh, I thought you were talking about Never Shout Never. No, no, no. no. Oh, God, no. no. I, I wish. But no, my not, sister, she used, she used to be wicked into Justin Bieber when she was young. My, my little sister. He's wicked. And... Oh my god! I, if I ever have to hear the song "Baby" again, I'm I might just kill myself. I really? just can't. I hate that you, song. If I put on that song right now, what would you do? You ever heard of the Great Gatsby? What the fuck is the Great Gatsby? The Seriously, boy? what the fuck are you talking about? You've never heard of the Great Gatsby by Scott F. Fitzgerald. You ever heard of the Great Gatsby? Yeah, Scott, yeah. I'm gonna end up like Gatsby. I don't know where he dies at the end. Can we know. can we talk about that real quick with soundtracks? Because that is the most. That was, was the dumbest. There was a great Gatsby movie, and it takes place in the twenties, right? It, it came out in twenty. It was the remake from the one they made in the nineties, and this one came out in twenty thirteen with Leonardo DiCaprio, and it was the poorest music choice I have they ever have heard. They had Jay Z in a movie set in the twenties, like and at one point too. They were like in the Wolf of Wall Street, how Foo Fighters' My Hero plays as soon as he gets a yacht. Oh yeah, it's oh, weird. so weird. Because well, the thing is, it, it's like that one was more of. Okay, I'm just see if maybe it being a more modern movie with, with Wolf of Wall Street, but with a movie like Great Gatsby, which is supposed to take place into, in the, the 1920s, 1920s. You're expecting jazz. You're expecting you know piano, opera, like not not love me when I'm old and gray. And you're not expecting yeah. Jay Z. Sure as shit, not expecting Jay Z. No, it's like I'm like. Yeah, it's a movie that should have jazz, but no, it's it's just ugh. God. There was n- nowhere. Anyway, so back to concert movies. <laughs> so um, what I want to hell is the Great Gatsby. It's it's a. It's you a seriously book. have never heard of the Great Gatsby? You didn't read it in high school? Movie? Yeah, we we were forced to read it when I was a junior in high school. Yeah, I don't. I never. I've never read anything. It's a movie about life. basically a guy who's a simp. We'll put it like that. Yeah. I don't he, know. Well, he's not. Okay, he's guys, not entirely I'm, a simp. I'm effing with you guys. Okay, I know how to read. 
Let's talk about concert movies. I want to mention this one real quick because Giddy and I, you, you and Chris and I saw this. In yeah, theaters, Metallica through the Never. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I was pissed because you, you worked at the theater when the One Direction movie came out. And I remember yeah, asking I somebody, that. I was like, "Why is the Metallica movie being played here?" Because I was like, "Man," because like basically at the theater, it's like, "Oh yeah, you can put it in the big D, like a big, you know, yeah, immersive yeah. thing for Metallica, like right. you know, Metallica." But and then they didn't have it. And um, then a couple months later, I think they had it at the Alamo, and I'm like, let's go see it. And yeah. We did, and Metallica is like, you know, I don't really use the term guilty pleasure band anymore because I think, you know. They're you, my favorite band. Right? I think ashamed. if you like music and you listen to it, like, you'd be ashamed of it. Like, dude, there's some good Sugar Ray songs. I'm mm-hmm. down with Sugar Ray. Limp Bizkit's first album, I fuck with it. I love <laughs> it, actually. Anyway, anyway. What was I just talking about? Here's the thing. So Metallica. Metallica. Oh, really, yeah. What I really like about Metallica real quick is that they like don't – not everything is the same because like they got the Load albums and yeah. the St. Anger and blah, blah, blah. Dude, and ahead. you know the funniest thing about Metallica is that when I had my Metallica phase in like eighth grade – I had a phase. So like they have – they hold a place in my heart. But like when I had my Metallica phase – it like wasn't even like good Metallica. I liked all the bad albums. Like that's what I listened to. I listened to Load and Saint Anger mostly. Yeah, I like did. I still to this day, I don't think I've listened to Kill 'Em All or Ride the Lightning like in full or Kill like, em all like barely. Is um, not my favorite Metallica. Record. I love Master of Puppets. I really hate what they did with the bass for uh, Justice for All. Yeah, when I like I. It's my favorite album musically, but they needed the bass. This yeah, that's year, what pissed me this off. year, I just found out the whole thing about how that album has no bass, and I was like, "That's why I don't like it. It makes complete sense." Well, because they were being dicks. To they Jason. were just being. They just didn't like their bassist, so they didn't put bass in their fucking album. How that's, stupid! That's you, petty as hell. That's that, so that was a dumb. Lars. That was a Lars decision, dude. Their drummer sucks. Imagine starting one of the most. I read this on a YouTube comment. Imagine starting one of the most successful, like most famous, and like quote-unquote like coolest best bands in the world and you're the one shitty member like <laughs> yeah so, so there's the thing when he, i've seen them live he's good live but it's shit that he's written like like what wait i mean i've heard a fair we, bit of it i played guitar hero metallica i've heard a fair yeah, bit let's anyway, look real going here. to what you said though like i listen so like i basically what i'm getting at is that i like metallica enough to when you were like let's go see through the never i was like yeah let's go see through the never yeah and but, like it was fun, but yeah. I agree with you that I have not listened to Kill 'Em All or Ride the Lightning all the way through. Dude, we suck. Master of Puppets <laughs> is awesome. I love Master of Puppets. Battery is one of my favorite Metallica songs. Oh, Master God, of Puppets. Man, I'm such a. Loser. I listen to Load more often because it's different, and there's different types of stuff on I there. I like um. And the thing is, Master of Puppets and Inner Sandman, they're all overplayed. Yeah, so oh my God, much. yeah, yeah. Dude, I listen. Like I um. I'll admit, I like Inner like, Sandman. I care. Shame. Yeah. No, there's no shame in liking it. But when I saw them live, they played the Unforgiven, and I was like, "Holy shit, uh, yes." But I then they played Master of Puppets. I'm like, okay. But they played, they played Seek and Destroy. I'm like, okay, I just got to wait for this one to be over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fine. Metallica's fine. They're good. But They're no, fine. Through man. the Never, my only criticism about that movie is like the plot doesn't make sense because oh, they actually okay. try to make a plot. That, all right, so listen. I feel like we have to look at that movie from a different light because we are, I guess I'll call myself a Metallica fan. I just mm-hmm. don't like to say that in public. <laughs> um, I will um, openly say here right now, Metallica, Metallica is my favorite fan. band. Oh, sick. I'm okay. More than Rush now? Yes, because I find myself listening to Metallica more than Rush. Because Rush is great, but I think Metallica had more radio-friendly songs. There will be no one better than Neil Peart. I'm just saying that. You're one of those guys, but you're also right. But listen, through the never, we saw it as fans of Metallica, and it was, like, funny. I had the Limp Bizkit mindset that I'm always talking about, right? But I feel like if I watched that, if I was, like, 
I feel like Chris went with us just because you and I were both going. I don't yeah, know if he... I don't even know if he likes them. But, like, I like feel Metallica. like, you know, if I showed, like, my girlfriend the movie, I was like, oh, watch this Metallica movie. And I, like, was, like, serious about it. She'd be, like... She'd watch it and she'd be, like, okay. like what? That's how Emily exactly would act. She, yeah. Like, she would so, tell me she didn't want to watch it to begin it's with. It's like, I, how can I tell anyone to watch that movie unless it's, like, they're, you know, they're just gonna it's watch it to have a good time. Yeah. And, like... I mean, I liked the Ratchet and Clank movie when it came out, just because mm-hmm. I freaking love Ratchet and Clank. So, like, sometimes it's just like that. So, like, Through the Never was, like, fun. I thought it was interesting how they made things flow into each other. Yeah, the song choice was interesting. Not like, even just, like, the song choice, but, like, there were there would be parts where it would go from, like, them playing live, and it would, like, zoom in on characters in the crowd, and then that would be, like, another scene that started with, like, the plot. So, like, it was interesting. It, it was, like, kind of – it was dorky. But it was, like, interesting enough. And, like, I was having a good time watching it. I'd watch it again. I mean, like, so the the soundtrack for that movie, I'm just looking at it right now. They have a pretty diverse soundtrack on there because they, like, have, like, they play Injustice for All. The entire, like, that song from the album is not played very often. Hmm. And they also have Orion. They have Cyanide. Oh, I like Cyanide. You know Orion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's, like. um, Also, I like their bassist. Rob Trujillo. Trujillo. You can get into a whole other discussion name. about why I, I love Robert Trujillo, but I think Jason's the better bass player in that band. I like, yeah, I like Jason too. He's fine. I don't like how they treated him, but I'm no. not, no. you should not just talk about Metallica because no. not everyone likes Metallica. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, so here, uh, give me one sec. You know so, okay. Well, Slayer. on the last, on the Slayer, last note, yeah. a really good concert film that I have is the big four live in Sofia, Bulgaria, where it's, Anthrax, oh. Megadeth, Slayer, and Metallica all together. And my only problem with that movie is that... Oh, I, con- I have a concert album. I just remembered. Con- talk. Right. talk. But no. So my only problem with the Big Four concert is that, like, um, Anthrax and Megadeth and Slayer, they all get, like, maybe an hour set list. Like, they play, like, 10, 10 to 12 songs. Metallica goes on for, like, two and a half hours. They play, like... Oh, my gosh. They play for, like... Sure, I'm sure. And There's it's like, no, the, the idea is that they're all equal. But no, Metallica has to go on last right. and play the longest because they're the biggest band. That's it's so like. Lame. What the, if they really wanted to be cool, I feel like Lars was the problem. I'm sure that. Lars. Dude, fuck but, Lars. Hey, Lars Ulrich. Hey, fuck you. You're <laughs> my you're in my favorite band, but I, I don't like you as a person. I don't like your decisions. I think you should enjoy people getting your music on the internet for free because that just means more people are listening to your fucking music, dumbhead. We can talk about that again later. But anyway. Excuse my French. It's like the, the but South here's, Park here's the thing. What? The South Park joke. Oh, yeah. He can only get... He has to wait to get that gold-plated shark tank. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like, because people download his music, he can only afford a Gulfstream 3 instead of a Gulfstream 4. That's right! That's <laughs> right! I remember, I've seen that one. <laughs> that's but no, funny. Um, that's a, I love that episode because of the end when Cartman just he he does the whole he just takes all these love songs and put Jesus on them. That's he, right, it's that episode. Yeah. Oh my god. And at the end when he freaks out and he just yells the death Jesus. Christ <laughs> plus one. Yeah, faith plus one. Oh, faith that's plus right, one. That's right. But anyway, so no, um that's it's like if they really wanted to be cool, they could have had like Metal like Megadeth could have opened, then Metallica and then Anthrax and Slayer, or you know, they could have they could have switched it up. And no, right. I think for every single Big Four concert they did, it was that same Anthrax, Megadeth, Slayer. Oh, was this a DVD? Yeah, I have it upstairs. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, another thing. The first disc is all just Anthrax, Megadeth, and Slayer. The second disc is all Metallica. Yeah, dude, what? What the hell? That first disc, I'd watch that one. I love James Hetfield and Kirk Hammett and Robert Trujillo. It's just... just, Lars, fuck you. Well, it's the thing. It's just like, they're all really nice people, and Hetfield is like a really down-to-earth guy. Yeah, I'm sure they're, dude. You know, they're all people. But, okay, let's talk, let's talk talking about Metallica. We've yeah, let's stop. 20 minutes. Yeah, so. let's stop talking about this yeah. goddamn right. Metallica band. All right. But hey. Now, 
Any uh, concert movies? Lincoln or? Park Live in Texas. Have you seen it? Is it a DVD? Yes. Okay. It's a DVD and a live album. I was gifted it when I was like fifth grade or something. Well, that was back before Menace to Midnight. So it was all yeah, that, that was stuff. before Menace to Midnight. That was Meteora. They were mm-hmm. touring with Limp Bizkit and Metallica. Yeah. Funny enough, right? Um, they say that in the DVD. Dude, when I was a kid, I hadn't seen like footage. I hadn't seen like like a mosh pit, I don't mm-hmm. think. I remember there's one part where – what's his freaking name? The dude that raps. I forgot his name. Uh, oh, God. Mike Shinoda. Mike Shinoda. Yeah. Danny hates Mike Shinoda. Shouts out, Danny. Shouts out. Why does he hate out. Mike Shinoda? I don't know. He's Danny. He hates that. <laughs> but listen. Um, Mike Shinoda, before they play, uh, I think – oh, their best song. Not their best song. The one place for my head. Yeah. Love that song. Right before that, I think they played place for my head. Mike Shinoda's like, I want to see the biggest pit I've ever seen. Oh, so he pulled a Chris. Yeah. Yeah. But it worked. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So but like, it worked. when I was a kid, I was like, what is he talking about? And then I just like, you know, there's just like no people in the crowd and there's like people. It was like circle pit. It's sick, dude. Uh, Back to the real quick, the Disturbed documentary. They talk about the wall of death. They separate the crowd in half. And then mm-hmm. when the song kicks in, mm-hmm. they just run towards each other. Right. But that's some shit, man. There's yeah. lots of different moves you can do. You got the two step. Like at Slayer, they do like obviously the circle pit. Yeah, the circle pit. Dude, but Chester Bennington, it's it's so crazy now that he's dead, dude. Because in that video, he like really fucking gives it his all. And it was as a kid, it was like there were some parts in slow mo where he's like throwing himself on the ground and shit. And he's like covered in sweat. And mm-hmm. dude, like Lincoln Park Live in Texas is a really good show. They played a really good show. It was a really good DVD. I need to find it. I don't know where it is. Did you see, um, I think another one that's, so they, I think this was a DVD, but the whole, um, one they did with Jay-Z. Oh, I didn't, I never listened to that album. It's really good. Thank you. Thank you. You're far too kind. But the thing is on, I think they did a live recording of it. It could be a DVD, but on the DVD, Chester's like singing the part in, um, what's that one? Um, no, not numb. It was on the same album. Uh, but breaking the habit. No, it was like, I can't feel what I did. Oh, faint. Thank you. I love that song. Faint. Yeah. The part where he like screams at the end and like holds it. Yeah. Jay-Z was looking at him in the video like, damn, this kid's got pipes. That's fine. No. Um, and another one, since you brought up Linkin Park, uh, Raiden Kids Machine live at, um, what was it? Hyde Park or something? No. Oh, is it like one of their, was it where they had the It was big, their live album. Yeah. Where they had the big like red star behind them. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of what the album was called, but. I don't know. Rage Against the Machine live are just ones. wonderful. Um, there's some damn good, you know. There's just a lot of good live, move like move like bands. Well, I know concerts. like Martin you should Scorsese. watch more of those. You know, you, movies are cool, but also bands playing concerts. Those count as movies. Mm-hmm. Those are cool. Well, I was gonna say Martin Scorsese directed a Rolling Stones movie. Did he really? Yeah, really? It, was a, it was a live Rolling Stones um thing. Live at the Grand Olympic. That was it. Uh, Wait, was that that was him? No, he did oh. uh, Rolling Stones. It was like I was gonna say, like, what the fuck? Shake it something. I don't. I'm gonna look that Shake up. Shake it something. Yeah. Hold on. But no, yeah. I actually, there's a there's a little like there's a group of filmmakers who actually have made concert movies. Mm. Like, I'm trying to think of um, what because obviously, yeah, Martin Scorsese. He did a he did a um. Let me look here. Come on. Shine a light. That was the name of the Rolling Stones documentary. Mm. Yeah, where they played in the Beacon Theater. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 
Interesting. Um, oh, oh, what about the Beastie Boys one? You recorded this or something like that? Where Oh, that yeah. one is sick. Where like literally Dude, the Beastie Chris, Boys recorded an album, they had all their fans like recording. Dude, they gave them. like they gave like twenty of their fans video cameras before the show and they were like, record whatever the fuck you want. And they just combined all of that footage together into mm-hmm. a DVD. I think that's the most like so original cool. and awesome idea. So so that. cool. So cool, dude. So bummed I never got to see the Beastie Boys before MCA died. Ah, yeah. I love the Beastie Boys. They're so you gotta influential. You got to party. Right? Man, they did so much, man. Their, their second album, their third album, their fourth album. Oh, my God. They're all so I, I'm, I'm, is, Am I a hater? Am I wrong? I don't like License Deal that much. Um, it's, just, it's just big. It's big and it's a lot of uh, instrumental stuff. They were sit like their second album onward. They Wasn't did that Paul Revere, or whatever it was called. Uh, Paul Revere was a song on the first. Okay, album. okay, yeah. But it was Paul's boutique. Yeah, yeah. Um, but their buddy Mario C, he he like was the four. He was like the Beastie Boys like producer mm-hmm. like for most of their career. And um, they like during their third and fourth album, they just like lived in his house. And they would just like smoke a bunch of weed with him and they'd go buy records and they would just listen to records and just chill and just write music. So they were just literally just like, just making music all the nice. time. Nice. So like, the, that's why the third album is a little smaller and a little more condensed, but it's it's got like a, some instrumentals and it's got them like getting out of their comfort zone and shit. So mm-hmm. I like that one a lot. Um, check your head. Mm-hmm. But I think the fourth one is more widely regarded as like it's a, it's more user friendly i think it's, i think it's also a better it's like well it's got people consider it a sabotage. better album it's got sabotage it's got Bra- um, brass monkey yo no no brass monkey's on the first it's one. got oh. root down it's got sure shot those are like, sure shot that's the one I was those thinking are the about. three but it's got it's also got like well, well i also really like um like over 20 songs or something it's like a yeah, big album it's weird, and a yeah. lot of it is like slow instrumental stuff mm-hmm. which is really cool I but, like what was the Hello Nasty? It had intergal- intergalactic. Yeah, yeah, I need to listen to that one. I haven't listened to that whole. I haven't. Um, okay, so let's move on. To movies about mo- bands. Movies about music in general. So like, okay, okay. I'll, I'll name some off, and you guys can uh, tell me. What you so obviously, School of Rock. Great. Where the the idea is that Jack Black is a rock musician who tries to get some money by being a substitute, and he finds out these kids can play music, and he wants to get them into the battle of the bands. And great movie. You know what's the one? Very inspiring. Same Street. We'll talk about that in a second, but yes. My grandma told me to watch that. School of Rock is awesome. Like I think that got me into a lot of the musical tastes. Like I was seven when I saw it, and I remember seeing yeah, it. Yeah, the there's a lot of good there's a lot of good classic rock albums that aren't just like I remember there's like he gives a kid like a yes album. Yeah, and he gives yeah. he gives uh the drummer, I think, uh twenty one twelve to listen to. Yeah, something like that. He so, gave he gave one of the one of them Led Zeppelin because they like who's Led Zeppelin? He's like, you gotta let the light out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well like God, they play like ACDC on that thing, and they play um, just some of the music. Like they got the, they got the Doors on there. It's just such a nice. It's just a, it's a it's a it's a feel good movie, and it has Jack and Black, it's, so it's 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 double. I know people that don't like Jack Black films, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But he's objectively, got, he's got some of the most like heartwarming films I've seen. Like mm-hmm. I really love Nacho Libre. Like when that movie ends, like. As I've gotten older, I just start to cry. It's just mm-hmm. so. It's so I saw happy. it one time when I was. I saw it in theaters. It's but. so happy, dude. Like when all those when all the kids and like the nun like come to mm-hmm. like cheer him on, and he gets the confidence. Oh, that's so good. Um. So yeah, then we go to Sing Street, which School of Rock is kind of like teaching kids about music, but Sing Street's about. Have you ever seen Sing Street? No, but have you seen the Green Room? 
Mm, oh, yes. that's, oh, yeah. With a guy from Star Trek who who died, unfortunately. But it had, I remember... Let's, because let's the, talk. Let's okay, talk about let's, 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 yeah, yeah. let's do your Sing Street first, because I, I actually did like... But, anyway, I also have not seen The Green Room. Just all my friends tell me to see it. It anyway. is... It's fucking great. Sing Street. I know what happens. It's great. So basically, Sing Street's about this kid who, like, has to go to a private school or something like that, or a pub, I don't know. He, his parents can't afford to go to one school, so he has to go to another. And then uh, there's this girl that he really likes, or there's this girl across the street from the school that he really likes... So he's like, oh, yeah, I'm in a band. Do you want to be in our music video that we're shooting this weekend? And he doesn't have a band. So he has to, like, put together a band real quick. Um, and they actually make really fucking good music. Because, like, he listens to bands like Duran Duran. Um, uh, who are some other 80s ones? Like uh, Genesis. Uh, uh, Flock of Seagulls. Uh, the Cure. Things like that. Uh, and, like, the music that they make throughout the movie. Because the whole point of the movie is him, him trying to get the girl. Right. But he actually has a musical awakening. And like he deals with his bully with music, and he deals with. Um, oh, that's sick. Yeah, uh, there's a he he wears eyeliner to school, and the guy fucking like makes him wash his eyes out with soap and shit. And, um, but no, it's it's a Billy great Joe movie. On. It's a movie about musical awakening. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And just like how you, which is sick. Which yeah, everyone like needs. when you first inter- introduced to music, and you're like, oh god, I love this, and you kind of just forms yeah. your identity and stuff. And, when you realize that. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about Death Grips again. Anyway. <laughs> You can talk um, about Death, Death Grips. Grips. We're talking about Metallica for 20 minutes. Death Grips are so good. And The Money Store is their most accessible album. But let me tell you, they just get better as they go on. But anyway, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about Death um, Grips. Another one to talk about. Uh, so this is from the same guy who did Sing Street. It's called Once. You know what I'm talking about? I never saw that. I yeah. I just know that it won an Oscar for Best Song. And it's about like this... I don't know. It's about these two just people who fall in love while they're recording music together. So What about... Oh, movies about oh like Tenacious D. Yeah, we right, let's talk that. about Tenacious D. Right. Fucking love that, that movie. Right, so like right after my Metallica, so I'm a guy that I have like music phases, and every year in all my grade schools, I had a band, and like I think it started in like fifth grade. It was the Gorillas, and then mm-hmm. okay, yeah, sixth grade. I want to say I don't remember, but seventh grade, <laughs> seventh grade, I think was Metallica. And then eighth grade was like comedy music. Mm-hmm. So like I loved Flight of the Concords and I loved Tenacious D. Those were my big two. But like I would just like listen to Pandora. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tenacious D, that movie, like I loved that movie. It, the Pick it, of it, Destiny. The Pick right. of Destiny. It, it well, it's is, like the, it's a, it actually is like a rock opera because like at the beginning it's just all singing and yeah. they got fucking meatloaf. They got meatloaf. And Dio's on it. Dio. But he's like, Dio, and he's like, telling him to get to, to uh, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And he goes to like Hollywood, Florida. And he and goes to all Florida. these everywhere but Hollywood. And then he's like, it's like, what, 20 years later? 15 yeah. Years like like, he's like an old, he's a grown man. Yeah, that's like a funny like, little thing. And because of the song Classico, we we know a bunch of classical pieces now. Don't you see? He's, he's the man. man. Let me hear you. Bloody is more than a man. He's a shiny golden god. Yeah. And then... um. Yeah, the whole point is they're trying to get the pick of destiny, which will get them all famous because it, it's forged from like the devil's tooth or something. And, and, it, it, there's like a myth that um, the devil was there and that um, he played some guy in a rock off and he broke or his tooth broke off and he made yeah. a tar pick out of it. And then it's he, like the he, stupidest. It's a if you haven't comedy, seen the pick of destiny, what are you doing, man? It's yeah, like so he, he, he well, played, and then Jack, they got Dave Grohl plays the devil in that movie. Yeah, I know. It's oh so my silly. god, when, I didn't know that too. He told me that, and when he goes to the um, to the end where he's like, "I'm the devil," and Millie starts like riffing on yeah, that guitar. Dr- that that guitar riff was amazing. He's like, Jack, this riff, it's fucking tasty. <laughs> like it was a really good scene. You know, Dave Grohl's a Capricorn, Dan. I didn't. Oh yeah, because he was born. I think what's his birthday? January twentieth, I think, or something. I don't know, but yeah, it's Dave Grohl. Yeah, I'll tell you that much. Anyway, so then, yeah, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. It's got great songs and. Um, 
Yes. The only song I feel like that's out of place, but it's still a great song, is the whole Sasquatch song. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree to that. But um, what about... Wait, what about Flight of the Concords? That wasn't a movie, but that was a show. Never saw it, but I know people love it. Great writing. It was an HBO show. So well written, so funny. The songs are really good, but they're so funny and clever. Mm-hmm. Watch Flight of the Concords. There's only two seasons. There's not a lot to watch. Um, I went off the dirt. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that real quick. But I do want to talk about that? something else afterwards. Okay. But yeah, um, but you got you told me to watch that. So I. I think for me, eighth grade or seventh grade was Motley Crue. I really mm. liked Motley Crue that, that that was around and, me too for yeah. that time too. And because I remember getting their greatest hits album, and loving it. And so here's the thing: <laughs> this is the a movie, music episode. Well, no, the movie came out like what last year? Wait, what it was directed yeah. "The Dirt" by Motley Crue. It was based off their book they wrote. Oh, yeah, it was it was their origin, basically. Yeah. I thought we were talking about Alice in Chains. No, 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 no. The Motley Crue. But you know the um, the one the guy who directed "The Dirt" was the guy who directed all the Jackass movies. Really? Which yeah. I respected because in that movie they show everything. Yeah, like, like it's like, it's not family friendly. Like, like I, I I like when I, I remember the first time I ever smoked pot, I thought I was a badass. Yo, then, whoa, shh. Hold on. Yo, hey, my my family's probably gonna make me dude, listen to this. My oh. favorite, like what I don't no. like about Bohemian Rhapsody is they really watered they, over yeah, like, like Freddie Mercury because um, Sacha Baron Cohen mm-hmm. said he wanted to do everything because he said that's obviously what. Um, they kind of just glossed over a lot yeah, of the stuff didn't, didn't with Freddie wanna, Mercury. Yes, they didn't want to mention it because they're mm-hmm. like, we want this movie, this movie to, to make a ton of money and be family yeah. friendly, be PG thirteen. He's like, well, what, what the hell? Like, we all know he wasn't really that PG thirteen. They mm-hmm. said too bad, and they got um, what's the name to do it? Um, and he won an Oscar for yeah, it. But yeah, I forget his name. Raymond Malik. Raymond yeah. Malik. That's Ronnie. it. Yeah, whatever. But uh, no, like so. Back to the dirt, though. Yeah, it's but like, he hit the heroin scene is what got. Yeah, me. there's a scene where Nikki Six shoots heroin up in his jugular. You can literally, so, you can literally see him stab himself with a needle and just start injecting it. And there's like, and there's also a scene where he ODs because it happened in real life. He ODs. Yeah, he, and he was in the back of the, the, and the ambulance. ambulance uh, the guy, the EMTs were fans of Motley Crue, so they gave him like two adrenaline shots and they fucking brought him back to life. Yeah, which honestly, because didn't they say, like, I think they said like this might kill him. And they're like, well, we gotta fucking try. That's like so, it's so that's so Fight Club of them to right. be like, oh my god, the boss. Like the first, the first <laughs> scene of the movie is Tommy Lee eating a chick out. She squirts all over the room, and there's like a million people in the room. And, Ew! And it's just like. <laughs> I know, women, am I right? It's just, oh, uh, that, that oh. movie just did. It, it was a, it was a lot. The only mm. thing that cringed about, the only thing that made me like, no, what, no, it wasn't that. Yeah. It was, it was seeing Pete Davidson. Who the fuck, Pete? <laughs> it, he, I, I just seeing him be like, don't leave your girlfriends with them because they will fuck them. And I'm just like, Pete, they, you would let them, Pete Davidson. Come on, like he just his well, and smile. Then there's a scene with like Ozzy where he snorts fire ants and he snorts lick Nikki Six. And then, then he licks his pi- and then he licks his piss off because he yeah. pissed on the side of the pool and he licked it up. Yo, rock stars in the seventies and eighties, fucking stupid. Yeah, they make you look at, <laughs> like you think you're drugs. a badass. Dude, I hate. When you do that's drugs. why I don't like, dude. That's why you got to be able to. Separate the art from the artist because so many of these dickheads, like, oh my god, it's like, it's like, lead, it, remind, it reminds me of the, the Nick Swartzen joke where he was saying, like, he felt like such a, a, a badass for doing a, a pop brownie or mm-hmm. something like that. And he was like, Then I watched behind the music of Motley Crue, he's like, Nikki Six did heroin out of a fire hose. <laughs> um, <laughs> on, on that note, um. I did want to talk real quick about the movie Amadeus. You've seen it, right? Yeah, I oh, love, so I love Amadeus. Wait, hang on. Mm. Wait, I have to say something about the movie really quick. It's one of my top tens. It was a uh, 
So it was like a family road trip, and we were kids, and we had like a DVD player in the car. And my yeah. dad, my dad, like went to Costco or whatever, and got like just a bunch of random DVDs for us to watch. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Amadeus. And we were like kids. And we were like, Dad, what the hell? What the, the fucking what the hell fuck is, is this? What the poo poo brain poopy pants is this, Daddy pants? And they were um, like, we watched some of it. I barely watched it. I remember the part with the boobs, but she had like the oh yeah, she had like the founding father's hair, but there was like boobs. <laughs> I, remember, I just remember seeing that. And being the, like, what the I, hell? The only reason I got to watch that was I was in eighth grade. And we had a this really hardcore music teacher back in New Hampshire. I think it was like Mr. Williams. Something. He was a very tall guy, bald. He was very strict, very serious. He really liked classical music. So when we were in his class, he, all you do. Was, He's like, we're going to watch this movie about Mozart. And we're like, oh, shit. I got really into it, especially because really Sa- Salieri, that guy got... I like how the movie... What is, like, what is good about that movie? Okay, that movie is good because it, it's it really... It's boring, but it is... You get hooked... You get into, you, like, that... You get into that whole, like, world where, like, Mozart really was a rock star back in the day. Like, but they had he was big also, old parties with him. He, he was, was a, also a cunt. He was kind of a cunt. He was a cunt. Who the hell is Amadeus? Shut up. You're lying. <laughs> anyway. Um, it's like, especially where he would did the thing where he's like, play Salieri. He starts doing the, oh, he starts like, and he just, like banging on it. And, and then he farts. Wait, this is so funny because earlier. It's just a movie about Mozart and it just sucks you in by like how, like how can this guy who was like a musical, musical prodigy and who like made all this awesome, beautiful music. And then he such died. A, such a penis. And then he, you know? then he, then he, just, he died broke. He died penniless. And they yeah. just threw him into like a random pit. with. The, yeah, they the threw him into a mass grave. Yeah, yeah, because he was because normally the rich. But, no, were the, the movie is about their own graves. The movie's not really about Mozart. The movie's about Antonio Salieri, who's like old and stuff. He's yeah, talking yeah. about how he, it, it, he always wanted to make music and be popular and whatever. But then Mozart, he was born at like the wrong time because of Mozart. Like, and then this is the thing is Salieri's telling the story, so you don't know if this is actually what happened or not. But and, like, it, and also he's he's much older because like he was mm-hmm. older than Mozart, and then when he's like because he was like making music for like a decade. He, he was super jealous of Mozart. Was this ever a book or anything? Yeah, I think it was. It was, a, it was a play. I think. I think it was, was it, and it was based off of reality. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah this it won. Reality. It won best picture and best director and best actor at the Oscars. But who is Amadeus? Mozart. Mozart. Amadeus. Amadeus. Oh, Amadeus. Yeah. His name was Amadeus. Wolfgang That's Mozart. right. It's funny that earlier I was like, "What is the Great Gatsby?" And you guys were like, "Are you serious?" And I wasn't. But now I'm like, "Who is Amadeus?" Yeah, and you guys are like, "Ah, oh, he knows." Yeah, his full like, name. His full name is Amadeus Wolfgang Mozart. Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever, man. You know, but I was born just, in the wrong generation. No. You know, I was just born in the. I should have been born in the nineties. I should have been born in the eighteen eighties. I was born in the. Filthy Frank would like a word with you, anyway. Um, <laughs> but no, Amadeus is a great movie, and um, oh, it, it's it's fantastic. But like, who is Amadeus? Like, and also the the score, like, like mm-hmm. where like especially the scene where he tells him, you know, play this, and then he's like, it cuts back to him where he's an old man talking to the guy, mm-hmm. and he's like. He wasn't laughing at me. It was God and that mm-hmm. really let that like opera well, chapel scene, singing. Just that was great. I like that opening scene where like the guy's like, you know, playing a he's Salieri's playing one of his own things. He's like, Oh, I can't say I've ever heard that. He's like, Oh, what about this? No, I can't say. And then he plays like one part by Mozart. He's like, oh yeah, I know what that is. Did you write that? No, Mozart wrote that. You don't know who I am. And the whole movie is just about how Antonio Salieri thinks. How much he like, fucking hates Mozart. <laughs> he hates himself and he hates Mozart because he, he wanted he gave everything to God to be a famous composer and now everyone's forgotten him and like that's the whole point of the movie sort of but movies are interesting you gotta get Molly on this podcast shouts out shouts out this is gonna, I'm gonna split this up into two episodes because this is like our longest one that's fine hey oh, man yeah, I'm glad I'm glad to be here I like yeah. it a lot um did you guys see A Star Is Born I did not My Dylan did he really did. likes it I heard it's that it's really good because you see like basically it's Bradley Cooper finds Lady Gaga who's all the way you know Bradley Cooper's famous Lady Gaga's on no one he finds her, 
and he finds out she has talent, and so he bring he falls in love with her and brings her on tour and like helps kickstart her career. But he's also an alcoholic, and his career starts to decline, and blah blah blah. And while she's rising up, so yeah, Star is born, uh, and uh, I see. Oh, and so it's just it's, about him and his alcoholism and their relationship, and and how it's they're in shallow water. Yes, the whole movie takes place in shallow water. Let me tell you about movies. Uh, you gotta get Molly on here because she loves movies. I'm see <laughs> if there if there was like a podcast in Winchester, Virginia, about talking about like I don't know like video games or video game design or like ethos behind Death Grips. <laughs> or Limp Biscuit, you'd be the guy. No, I just like the first Limp Biscuit album. Yeah. It's but, so, hey, so let's let's keep t- real quick. Uh, yeah, um, give it to me. Eight Mile. I oh have, I my! Seen eight mile. Oh really? my God! Really? I'm surprised you of all people have not seen Eight Mile. Yeah. Oh I, I my God! It. That's where that, that his his hit song. Um, yeah. You know, Who just opened the a poop? Mom's spaghetti. Mom's yeah. spaghetti. That's where. Damn that's where man. It comes from. That's where his 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 career with Call of Duty really kicked off. I will be honest with you. I didn't. I didn't like it as much, even though I knew it was. It was him. It was actually Marshall Mathers the, in the, the movie. rap stuff in that movie is really good. It's. It is really good, but it's just. It wasn't my favorite movie. The it only thing I know about that movie, and is because someone told me this in elementary school, is that a guy shoots himself in the dick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheddar Bob. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, I never heard his name. This is this is my last one that I have here, so feel free to follow up afterwards. Have you guys ever seen Popstar? I never saw. I took you to see it. Yes, I love Popstar. Oh, it's, it was it the is a comedy. Island movie. Yeah, I wanted and to a, see that. It's, a, it's basically like Spinal Tap, but for 2016. Yeah, it, it, it was. It was so. I it, like they had underappreciated. They they, 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 they referenced Tony, 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 and then they they, they made fun of like what was it? What was that one joke? Uh, it was only there for like for thirty seconds. That's a third of the way to Mars. Connor, we talked about this. That's, that's the name of band. It's not a thirty seconds band. to Mars. Oh, but <laughs> I like the song where he's like, "I'm not gay, but if I were, I would want equal rights." I really like the one where they're like, "Fuck Bin Laden." Where like he's like, "Oh my god, that was a great one." It's like so, she wanted me to fuck her like the U.S. military fucked the. Dude, Martin. I really liked. I really liked Hot Rod. I still really like Hot Rod. Oh, I love Hot Rod. That's but what, what was that? That one song. They were playing when they were they were like a group, all three of them as kids. At the end, no, yeah. Like, oh, wait, are you talking about the end or the beginning? They, they were like they were talking to Connor about when he was part of a band with the the, the friend who became a mm-hmm. farmer, and they they performed this one song where they were wearing like jackets or something stupid. That was at the end. That was um, Incredible Thoughts. Incredible Thoughts. It and Michael Bolton's on it. Michael and, fucking Bolton. And um, Lemonade Mouth is on it. What is it? Justin Timberlake is also on that song. Yeah, he's, in the, he's in the. I uh, love costume. how like. Yeah, Justin Timberlake, his friends with Lil he's like, put me in this movie, I don't care what I do. And they literally gave him the role with like a chef or something. (laughs) The creep, the creepy chef, because he was like, yeah, and he was really obsessive with him. Yeah. But, and then, yeah, it's a great mockumentary, and it it really, it bombed the box office, and it- Which is a damn shame. It's, it's gonna be a cult movie, because, man, it's so good. It is, it should be. I gotta see it, I gotta see it. Yeah, yeah, I think you would really enjoy it, because it's Lonely Island humor, because like, there's a scene where like, they're talking all of a sudden, like, the camera cuts off, and then there's all these hornets, like- Murder hornets show up and then they yeah, like no, there's, shoot no, them there's like some hornets. bees. Yeah. they're like they're like oh shit, it's a bee. And then this joke, like, oh let's play. You hear all these special effects. Like, Cameraman, did you get that? No, you told me to stop recording. Fuck. <laughs> and just, yeah, and uh, it's, it's so good. Yeah, Pop, love that movie. You should really check out Popstar. Never stop, I, never stopping. If you honestly, not it. when that came never out, stop, never my, stopping. My brother, he was like, "Do you want to see it?" I'm like, "Sure," because I didn't know what else. Mm-hmm. I was like, "I don't know what the hell it was." 
I know it was Andy Samberg. Then I was like, I guess. Mm-hmm. Watched it. Fucking died the whole time. It it's was funny such a as hell. Funny movie. Yo, you, you would really like it if you like the Lonely Island. Yo, I'm. Yo, dudes. Thanks for like bringing me onto this show. Yeah, like, man. I had a lot of fun. This talking is our, about I it. think yeah. this is one of our better episodes. I'm gonna have to edit out the point. Wait till where we get the Star Wars one. Seaward, but oh, that's fine. But listen, wait till we get the Star Wars one. If you guys yeah. ever want Molly on the show, yeah, I talk about Molly a lot. Uh, we're like the yin yang twins. I was gonna say you're a roommate. So. Yeah, we're roommates. We're in a band together called yeah, I'm gonna, Destructo. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Who you're closer with, Molly or Danny? Oh, see, it's a two very different relationships. Okay, I've known Danny for so long. He's kind of like a little brother to me, but I can kind of like, I can talk to Molly about anything really easily. Like Danny hates a lot of things, so I have mm-hmm. to like be careful. Well, no, I have to like know when the situation is right. To mm-hmm. be like joking around, or I mean, like Danny and I have a really cool relationship, but it's it's hard to talk about just because mm-hmm. we've experienced a lot together. We have matching tattoos, for God's sakes. But oh, yeah. Molly and I live together. But she is like a film nut; mm-hmm. like she loves movies. Molly, join us. She watches them all the time. I'm the guy that hasn't seen a lot of movies, but I love to fucking talk. Well, remember, we went over to your guys's house and watched the room. The hell, the and room. Alec got stupid drunk and made an ass out fuck of himself. Off. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, fuck off. Okay. <laughs> No, but um, I, I I was in love. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But um, <laughs> anyway, so that's the end of this very long episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening so much yeah. to uh, hell yeah our podcast about music today. Music oh yeah, and music and movies, pals. Hey, tell someone you love them, right? And, or uh, or don't, and suffer the consequences. I just thank hope you. to God they don't get COVID. Thank you, Gideon, for coming on the show. Yeah, and thanks, you know, thanks Gideon. for having yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to have you fun. and Molly on sometime later. And, yeah, it'll yeah. be a blast. Like Jimmy Neutron. Right. Oh, God, that's another thing, too. I forgot. Um, oh, Jimmy Neutron shit, movie. No! Damn, yeah, okay, we were just okay, talking okay. about it. Real quick, when I was a kid, I always loved the end credit song at the end of um, Jimmy what? Neutron, where it's little it? Romeo. He covers Parents Just Don't Understand by... Uh, J- what is it? Will Smith and Jesse. Oh my Jeff. God, wait. I probably know what you're talking about, but I don't. I'll play it for you as soon as this is over. I remember but. kids in America. I remember that too, where they were getting all geared up, the rocket ships and everything. I remember. Yo, Blitzkrieg Bop. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my God. That Holy movie shit. has so many soundtracks. I'm so glad. Yo. I'm so glad they fixed the Sonic movie. Because oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll talk movie. about video game movies on the next episode with you. Yes. I liked it. I liked it. Anyway. Wreck-It anyway. Rap. Hang on, hang on. Wait, there's one thing. Okay. One thing. What were we just we have a, talking about? We have about? a minute and a half. What were we Jimmy just, Neutron. Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron. Let's free pop. Kit, come the the Kids little America. Romeo song and, and DJ Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith. Um, I lost it. Fuck. Okay. Thanks for having me. Yeah. On yeah. That note, we're going to, you know. Bye. Skedaddle. Skedaddle. Have a good day. Yeah.